Yas Queen! Welcome to Quarren Queens. Welcome indeed to you, my friends. Quarren Queens is a weekly podcast that focuses on life in lockdown. We have three core values in that we won't use profanity, personal info, or politics within the podcast. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if you'd like to listen to the Quarren Queens. Smashed it. Smashed it. Smashed it. I went too bad, was it? I think you should carry it on. I don't, I think that'd be a very bad decision. <laughs> yeah, perhaps not our wisest move. Anyway, here we go. We're back again. Welcome to you, back. my friend. Welcome to you, Matthew, darling. Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, naturally. Um, so it's week two of lockdown. Lockdown indeed. Lockdown. And lockdown. And it actually, you can't resist not saying it in a Scottish accent, can you? Lockdown. Lockdown. Um, we've said it too many times now and the word sounds weird. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, do you know what? Considering it's, you know, the first proper full week of lockdown, I think we've been all right, mate. We have. We've, we've. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've had my ups and downs this week. Yeah, talk, yeah. speak for yourself. But I mean, personally, it's it's not gone as bad as I thought it had. And I don't know if that's because we're at work and for us things still feel very in routine, very normal. But I, I'm surprised at how positive we've remained. Yes. And we, yeah, we've, we've kept each other going, babes. Yeah. I mean, you're saying things are normal. We are currently sat under a blanket in our living room. <laughs> Which I do think is still an upgrade from under the table. Yeah, still an upgrade from under the table and I'm definitely more comfortable, but it's going to get very warm very quickly. This is quite an intense, intimate sort of uh, environment we've got ourselves into here, Katie. Yeah. Keep hands where I can see them at all times, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, wow. Uh, I think it's also important that we take a chance to say a massive thank you to our 300 followers. Woo! Uh, plus that we have now. Uh, yeah, we're really, really thankful. And thank you for all your lovely uh, feedback and kind words from our episode one of Quarren Queens. Mm. Um, yeah, we're just really pleased that you're enjoying it and it's making you smile and, and keeping you positive. Um, we really like the fact that you... Uh, enjoy our daily tips as well on instagram we've tried really hard to make sure we get those out each morning so you've got something to kind of positively focus on throughout the day and we're trying to do them as well aren't we yes we are and if you are blind to our instagram which i'm sure you're not then it is it's quarren queen's pod it is quarren queen's pod i feel like eventually katie you'll remember (laughs) (laughs) one day we might get there one day you might um yeah so quarren queen's pod on instagram and that's where we put the daily tips and we also put um content that we have discussed in our podcast on there as well so we've had our book recommendation of the week our recipe of the week etc etc um so yeah everything that kind of quarren queen's is is all on instagram it is indeed Okay, uplifting news story, folks. So, this one's a cute one, and it is pet-related again. Oh, we love the animals. We do love the animals. Pet parrot saves man from house fire in Australia. Oh, good day for him. <laughs> good day. So, uh, basically, Eric is the uh, name of I think of you the... should stop the accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric is the name of the parrot. And... Eric. Sorry, can we pause and reflect on that? <laughs> Who calls a parrot Eric? It's like my friend whose cat's called Trevor. Uh, well, this guy, Mr. Nagian. Mr. Nagian. So, uh, him. And so, basically, 
a good old Eric, the parrot, alerted uh, the man, the owner, the Mr. Nagin. Yes, of the parrot, the owner of the parrot. Um, Eric. That he could, <laughs> that he could smell smoke in the house in Australia. And was the parrot literally like, I can smell smoke. <laughs> what's that? Oh my goodness, what's that sweet brown? Oh Lord, there's a fire. <laughs> Lord, there's a fire. The smoke got me. The parrot got bronchitis. <laughs> um, Chanel's got bronchitis. <laughs> Chanel. She's an African guy. Her name's Chanel. Um, oh, lockdown, lockdown TikToks. Um, so yeah, and he she, he basically alerted uh, the guy to the fire before the fire alarm went off, giving the guy the t- enough time to collect the parrot and his other items before evacuating the house and being able to call 999. I mean, it would have been a real kick in the teeth if the parrot had saved him and he left it behind. <laughs> he said in an interview on the Sky News, I heard a bang and Eric, my parrot, had started to yell, so I woke up and smelled a bit of smoke. I grabbed Eric, opened the door, and looked to the back of the house and saw flames. And so I grabbed my bag, took off and bolted downstairs. Took off? Was that with a parrot carrying him? <laughs> uh I'm in shock, but I'm fine. So no one was harmed. No. It's a lovely story. I about a a lovely. There's going to be a film about that, surely. Eric the Parrot. Played by now. Chanel. Played by Chanel. Because um, she does have previous acting uh, background. Yes. Um, yeah. Previous credits include TikTok. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the uplifting news story of the week. And maybe this, you know, maybe we should get a parrot if they're this useful. Oh, Matthew. We've Although barely... you probably wouldn't even wake up. No. If the power and the fire alarm were going off, and yeah. if there was a fire, yeah, it, yeah, it would take a lot. It would take a lot, but um, yeah, there you go. I like that one. Thank you for that. You're so welcome. I mean, we've all been there, haven't we? We've gone to get a trolley from our favourite supermarket chain, and uh, no pound coin for the trolley. And you think, oh God, help us. Well, I have a life hack. Collect your uh, keys from your pocket because you can use the back of your key, the round bit at the top, instead. That is mind blown. Just slot it in and it'll unclick. And I have tested it at Audi this week. Many other good supermarkets are available. (laughs) And it worked. No more coins needed. Amazing. Just use the back of your key, like the, the, the top of your key, the circled bit. Obviously, if you have a square key, it will not work. But most people do have at least a yeah. round key of some sort. And I guess you have to take it off the key ring. Don't get your whole set of keys yeah. wedged no. in. But again, like, good backup, good plan B, if you haven't got a pound coin, because not a lot of people, especially at the moment, carry change on them. It's mm-hmm. very much a contactless society we are in more ways than one. Absolutely. There you go, my loves. Life hack of the week. Enjoy. Kim Woodburn will be proud of you. Thank you. My book recommendations then this week, we'll start off with that, which is My Playground, Not Matthew's, so much. No, but I do appreciate a good book cover, and I, you know, the illustrations for these books do look pretty cute, so I'm on board. Yeah, this one is bright pink to start with, and the novel in question is Frankenstein. Hang on, I think you've said that wrong. No, no. Frankenstein. Uh, ah, okay. It is a play on Frankenstein. Uh, with a bit of a feminist edge. Oh, so we love that feminist edge. We love a feminist edge. Um, it won't be surprising to those of you that uh, are familiar with Jeanette Winston's work because she is a bit of a icon. hardcore feminist, a bit of an icon, yes. Uh, you might know her Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit, which is another great novel of hers, Sounds which is like part a very, one. Uh, 
fruity novel, that. Oh, good one, Matthew. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is actually quite a fruity novel. It's a, an LGBT plus classic now. Oh. Yeah, it's a, a nice. really good novel. So that would be one recommendation. But this one, Frankenstein, is her latest novel, which is a bit of a play on Frankenstein and includes a lot about the production of Frankenstein um, and the relationship between the Shelleys. Um, and then it goes on to talk about kind of the future and different three different stories basically interlink with the past, present um, to kind of tell this story of AI, so artificial intelligence. Ooh, well, I wasn't how... expecting you to say that. No, so it's, it's kind of about um, certain types of robots <laughs> and how they're used and abused and how that's kind of a bit of a metaphor for women as well. So it's a very clever novel. It's quite literary. It's quite mm-hmm. highbrow. Um, but similarly, it's just an enjoyable read. So it does give you that sense of escapism, which we've been craving in lockdown. But it's it's heavy enough to kind of occupy your brain. It's make you meaty. Think of it. a me- it's, a, it's a meaty novel. A meaty novel. She's got fruity ones. She's got meaty ones. Oh, all well-rounded, this author, yeah. isn't she? She's great. She's great. So well, that'll... thank you, Katie. Once your... again, smashed it out of the water. Thanks, babes. Um, can I just add as well, if you're interested in our book recommendations or you want to start up a dialogue or kind of see a bit more of a detailed review, I have now set us up with a Goodreads. So it's Quarantqueens, uh, podcast at gmail.com if you want to search that way or just Quarantqueens podcast. Uh, we are on there. I have reviewed the books that we talk about in the podcast, added a few that I want to read, see if you can beat me to them. And on the uh, post from this week for book recommendations, there is a link to the Goodreads website as well so you can obviously go back onto our post from this week and find the link to goodreads on there too woohoo woohoo look forward to seeing you there okay katie it's time for our tv recommendation and this one might be a bit of an obscure one because I still don't think many people have heard of it, even though it was advertised for a little while uh, on like the front of BBC iPlayer when you logged onto the app and things mm-hmm. like that. And that is Fort Salem. Oh, this programme. It, it got us through lockdown, oh, didn't it? We absolutely fell in love with it. And we have rewatched it probably three times, yeah, the whole I think three series. Or four times. And every time you notice things you didn't notice before, uh, etc. Let me first of all give you a little debrief about what it's about. It's a dystopian setting where witches walk among humankind and everyone obviously believes that there are witches and they they know. They know. Um, And basically this story takes place in a training school for witches because the normal route of a witch to follow in this world is that they get trained by the army and fight for the USA. They are forced into conscription, which is a controversial point in the whole narrative. Yeah, but it's kind of like... So it's a mixture of, I'd say, Hogwarts and A Call of Duty. Not that I've ever played it, but uh, it's kind of war meets magic. And it's really interesting and powerful. And the main characters are so iconic. Yeah, and it's a female-led narrative as well, which is really cool. It's Mm. like proper... Powerful female leads. Hardcore women, you Mm -hmm. know. And it just, yeah, lots of little twists and turns in the plot again. Um, And the characters are very want like very dimensional you kind of think you know a character and then something else happens or something's revealed to us and think oh okay I'm now I've changed my mind on you yeah uh but I just really enjoyed it and we kind of clicked on it thinking oh again bit of a gamble we love all things witches we do we love a bit of witchcraft the good type of witchcraft not not like the devil worship kind of witchcraft yeah 
I think it's important to uh, well, we're not, we're not make that this. clear. Um, so, yeah, it just, it really, obviously for us on, on a personal preference, really appealed to us, but it's just so good. And it's, it's so good. and like the fact that we can watch it again and again and not get bored and discover things we didn't notice the first time, that's a really good sign of a, a, a strong TV series. Yeah. Was it just one series, wasn't it? It is at the moment, but yeah, I but think they are they, bringing out a second. It'll be, I think it will really take off on the second one as well. Yeah. And I think obviously things are a bit delayed, but it will, I think it will be a big budget, mm. big thing. It's one of those that's gone, I think, quite hidden and under the radar. And thanks to, you know, our podcast, we can hopefully bring it to, to light a little yeah. bit more for I mean, people. I've recommended, recommended, why can I never speak when we record these things? I've recommended it to quite a few people and they've said, oh yeah, I saw that on iPlayer, but they've never clicked it. They've never clicked it, it. It's an odd one. It maybe perhaps wasn't marketed I don't think way. it was. I don't think it was marketed in the best way. Because because... It kind of looks a bit teeny, which it is a bit, but it's not but really. But it's not. I don't think it is, really. It works on so many levels. It does. It does. And um, yeah, it's just powerful, feel good, empowering, strong female characters. And yeah. It's... And, it, and it led to me pulling a really good prank on Matthew. Oh, uh, I'll which tell we'll you Which put right in now. the post. Thank you for the TV recommendation, Matthew. You are very, very welcome, my love. Our film recommendation of the week. <laughs> I feel like every time we're getting more operatic. Yeah, there's a lot of singing going on this week. A lot of there? singing. A lot, a lot, a lot of, of singing. singing. <laughs> wow. Film recommendation. Film recommendation. What have we got? So this one was recommended by our lovely friend Meg. Hi Meg. If Hi you're Meg. listening, Betty. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so she recommended on Netflix the Peanut Butter Falcon. Wasn't it a beautiful film, Matthew? I have not watched a film that's pulled at my heartstrings like that for a long time. Yeah, but not in necessarily like the saddest not since way. Not the Conjuring Part Two. <laughs> not in like the saddest way. It was no, it wasn't a tragedy warming. or anything like that. It was heart proper heartwarming. There's quite a few moments where we just kind of went, oh, oh, yeah. It was just really poignant, but in a really lovely way. Yeah, so, and funny, really funny. Oh at yeah, times. funny. So I'll so, give you the kind of background of the film. Well, please do the basic synopsis if you like. So it follows the story of a young man who is who has Down syndrome and he has dreams of being a wrestler. He currently lives in an old people's home and is really unhappy, really wants to get out and get to this wrestling camp. Be that he's free. Watched. Yeah, and he's watched the videos of this guy uh, wrestling um, and he's desperate to get to this camp and learn how to wrestle properly. So he eventually does escape and he meets Sheila Booth's character, who is a crab fisherman who's kind of down on his luck and is struggling to make ends meet and is in a lot of trouble with another group. So these two characters meet up and it's a bit of a kind of of mice and men. I or, really got that vibe from yeah, it. Yeah, or, much or mice Huckleberry and men. Finn. Yes, definitely. You know, I think there are there are even references directly to Huckleberry mm. Finn. Um, so they kind of go on this little journey. All at the same time, they're pursued by the main characters care worker who's played by Dakota Johnson and she is kind of chasing them down the whole time and eventually she catches up with them same time as uh, the evil guys that are mm-hmm. kind of ruining Shia's life are chasing him so it's kind of that kind of journey and the two characters and their relationship towards hopefully getting towards this wrestling camp and to a better life and to a better life um, and we see this kind of brotherly love develop oh, between a them a bromance a proper bromance and it's just really gorgeous it is uplifting enjoyable well acted well shot mm-hmm. I really didn't have that many complaints with the whole thing not at all I just thought it was a really lovely film 
So next week on our Instagram page, we will post uh, a bit more information about the film um, and a bit more of a review of it as well. But yeah, that, Katie, concludes our recommendations of the week. We mentioned this last week. We would like to get you guys involved as much as possible. So we really want to get some story sharing done. (laughs) That's hard to say. Story sharing. Story sharing submissions. So we are using another S, Sahara, for that. So we will post the link to that in the next couple of days. So please, if you've got any positive lockdown stories, funny, heartwarming, things that are going to make people smile when they listen to it, then we would love to hear from you guys. So Nothing too uh, inappropriate because we are a family show. We are a family show. None of the three Ps. So please get in touch if you want to be part of the podcast and join us. So that will be on Sahara. Matthew is doing our recipe recommendation of the week. Oh, please stop talking like that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's terrifying. I just thought it would be a bit more <laughs> jolly. I'm I'll, trying I'll to... take it. I'll take it from here. I was trying not to sound too surprised that you're offering a recipe, if I'm honest. Yeah, but my recipe is simple. And if I can do it, literally anyone can. And it is such a good oh, result. Oh, it is beautiful. It's our favourite thing. So this is for our chocolate crunchy cheesecake. Really, really nice. Get those nice yellow tones in. Oh, I might. So, first of all, you're going to want to whisk together nice cream cheese and a whipping cream. And while that sort of mixes together, you need to smash. And it's quite a nice thing to do. Smash lots of biscuits. If you're feeling angry, smash a load of biscuits. Oh, it does the job. Yeah, it takes out that lockdown rage. You want to mix. So smash the biscuits and mix it with a nice butter. We love a Lurpak, don't we? We do love a Lurpak. We do love a Lurpak. Um... And you need to mould that at the bottom of your tray. Make sure it's pressed down nice and tight so it's not going to go anywhere. Um, And then you need to melt your chocolate. Now, Katie, we are quite fussy with our chocolate. We are. I I would really, really recommend going with your standard Cadbury dairy milk and a Galaxy. Mixed together. The combination is good. It is like the best of both, literally the best of both worlds, isn't it? Sarah Millican does um, vouch for that as well on on Twitter (laughs) quite often. And actually in one of her stage shows. Perfect. There we go. Backed up by the old Sarah. Um, Before you... uh, do anything else with your mixture you need to make sure that you have crushed at least two good sized crunchies into small pieces and additionally as well mix that into your mixture a good rolling pin whack can come I, in handy again here. if you're feeling aggressive we just need to get some of that energy out it's quite a nice uh, therapeutic task so you pour it all onto the biscuit base the buttery biscuit base buttery biscuit base. um and let that set for at least two hours the temptation will be there oh my goodness to, to give it in will be earlier but if you do leave it earlier it'll be a bake-off disaster and it will come out and melt when you take the uh the rim of the tray off yeah like lottie's did on oh ice let's cream not week. She oh, made a fool of herself. She did with that. Set player. <laughs> I had her in the sweepstake oh. as well. So once it's had two hours, get it out, open it up. And then if you're feeling, you know, a bit festive, garnish with an additional crunchy on top. And obviously not a whole crunchy just slapped on top. <laughs> Break it up again. But it does look quite pretty because all the gold looks quite glittery yeah. almost, doesn't it? Um, and then if you're feeling like a bit of a pioneer of baking that day, add some Maltesers as well. They look quite pretty on top too. They give it a, a secondary crunch. And we have taken a picture before, which we'll put onto our... We'll probably make it again, to be fair. But we've got um, a picture that we'll put onto our Instagram post when it's the recipe of the week, just to show you what ours look like. And to be fair, ours look pretty decent. So if ours can look good, literally anyone's yeah. can look. If Matthew's can look good, so can yours. Exactly. And that concludes my recipe of the week. Woohoo! <laughs>
I'm going to introduce this section in a nice calming voice. It is time for our thought provoker of the week. So for this one, I've gone a different route. So last week I kind of found an article and based my ideas around that and kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, provoked my own thoughts that way. (laughs) This week I've written my own blog post. That's brave. It is brave. And bold. And bold. And beautiful. (laughs) That is me. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to be talking about creativity in lockdown and how that can kind of change. If you want more information on it, the blog post will be available if you follow the link in our Instagram bio because we have actually got a website now um, where you can find all of our posts, information about how to get in contact with us and a few other bits and bobs um, and a couple of blog posts now. Nice. So creativity, a fickle thing. That's how I'm going to kind of start that off. So quite often I find we undergo periods of deep creativity when we least expect it. And then sometimes when we need to be creative, we struggle. My creativity so, involves going on paper chase and looking at all their lovely creative stationery and purchasing copious amounts that I don't need. Yeah, that is your creativity. <laughs> so creativity is what makes us human at the end of the day. It's what separates us a little bit. And lockdown, like I said, has polarised this experience. Some people have found that the restrictions, the pressure has kind of caused them to walk away from their creativity to push away from it and they've struggled and found it overwhelming mm-hmm. um, and I think the opposite side of that is that people have found they've got the time yeah and a lot of the best kind of pieces of art in the world were created in confined situations if we think about it we've got um Van Gogh mm-hmm. the starry night did he cut something off himself he he did not at this point but basically he was in a mental asylum as they were then called and he painted his most famous, probably his most famous painting, The Starry Night, which is my laptop background. Oh, it's that. The, we've also got it on the wall, haven't we? Yes, we've got a Hogwarts version of it on the wall. Fantastic. Um, so he, he did that in a mental asylum under really strict confinements, and he was really unhappy. Uh, we've also got the, you know, some of the best poetry ever written was during a world war, when there was a really harsh reality mm-hmm. on the outside. And famously, Shakespeare himself... <gasps> oh, Shakespeare. <laughs> ...wrote King Lear during the Elizabethan equivalent of self-isolation. During and that, the is, that is one of the best tragedies out there, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Without going into too much detail on the kind of flip side of this, when people are feeling at low points where they can't create, it uh, definitely is a, a reality that sometimes these confinements, these restric- restrictions are going to make us feel like we can't create. And there's no clear answer on how to get no, around that. Everyone's different, aren't they? Yeah, so whilst I'm, I'm kind of praising the savior of creativity for me i understand that that's not possible for everyone um for me the most important thing was routine and if you can get yourself in a creative routine that's really useful so i would say that's my top tip to come from this thought provoker Mm -hmm. but it's interesting to kind of reflect on it and see whether you think lockdown has made you more creative or less creative and how you're going to kind of use that now my main point on all this is that we need to support our creative industries completely and so many people have struggled without art in their lives and all sorts of different mediums and forms yeah and people have struggled because they haven't had the ability to go out and create their art they haven't been around the people they create their art with theaters have shut down eventually we're going to see a real gap in in netflix for example and how reliant have so many of us been on art during Mm -hmm. this period you know we've we've sat here tonight and talked about books tv TV, film. film And all those things have been vital in keeping us going 
during lockdown. So we need to be supporting our creative industries. And there are so many ways you can do this, whether that be by buying independent pieces of art, um, by looking at independent films that you can support. There are they are out there that you won't have seen before that we'll aren't going to come some up. Links together, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, buy buy some fresh print media and art stuff to go around your house. You know, cheer yourself up in lockdown. Treat yourself. Um, and obviously Christmas is coming, so make those presents <laughs> art based. So many creative industries are struggling, and my main message here is just: can we please support them? Yeah. Katie, you find me here once again quite emotional. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Do you know what you don't know why? I can probably guess. Do you want to take a guess? Is it because we're at the end of the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. We do have such a nice time sitting it, under blankets and lovely. tables filming these. Filming? It's very inclusive. Very yeah. inclusive. Um again, we just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that has tuned in and listened to our podcast, episode two. Episode two. We'll make sure that everything that has been introduced today in our podcast will appear in our Instagram posts throughout the week. Uh, and please do get in touch if there are any funny stories as Katie said earlier then we'd love to hear them um, again this is all about us working together and sharing our experiences and the funnier and the funnier they are the better absolutely we hope it feels like you've been under this blanket with us <laughs> who knows where next week will be who knows yeah up a chimney perhaps up a chimney who knows it would be quite festive it would be festive but very uncomfortable and possibly impossible Yes, I, yes. Perhaps not for you, but definitely for me. <laughs> no comment. Take care, stay safe, and remember to talk to each other and keep that communication going. That's so important, especially if you're living on your own. Um, you're not you on know, your you own. Know, you know, We're, here. Out there. We're here, everyone's there. And, you know, we've got to just, as we've said on the last podcast, stick together and in a few weeks, hopefully, we'll be in a, in a much more positive state. Woohoo! Woohoo! Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to like and share our podcast and our Instagram page. Peace and love. Peace and love. Yes, Queen! Yes, Queen.